Welcome back to the Crypto Circle podcast, guys, and welcome to episode seven of season three. On this week's episode, myself, Amish and Corian decided to speak a little bit around the topic of trading to travel. Now, the whole question around this was, how do you live that balanced lifestyle? How do you live that balanced lifestyle of working super, super hard and being a trader, making the charts the majority of your day versus living your life a little bit, having that freedom, doing things on your own terms? And I think this was a super healthy discussion to be had in an industry where it can be too focused on one or the other sometimes. You know, sometimes it can be too focused on the trading side of things, the motivational side of things, and that can burn you out as a result. And on the other hand, it can sometimes be too focused on the lifestyle side of things. And as a result, you're not consistent enough as a trader. So I think this was a really interesting discussion to have. And we were, of course, able to draw from our real experiences, having just gone away as well. And finally, guys, we spoke about a very controversial topic, you could say, on the Crypto Circle podcast, which is Elon Musk himself and this whole saga around him buying Twitter. And I think, you know, especially if you go back to season one and two of this podcast, there was a lot of negative sentiment around Elon. Whereas I think now he is being, I think people understand him a little bit more and people understand his intentions with a lot of things, especially with Twitter, the way he's kind of going about that and his intentions for what he wants to do with Twitter as a platform, I think is really, really great. So that was a super interesting discussion to end on. And guys, hope you enjoy this podcast. And here's a little snippet of what you can expect. There are many different ladders and many different steps that you can take to enjoy life, right? Like sometimes it may be the Rolexes and the Cartier, and then sometimes it may be the street taco that I enjoy. But giving people a wide range of to say that these are the things that could happen for you if you just decide to, you know, take a charge of your life or take certain things in your life seriously for a short period of time. You can enjoy this taco or you can enjoy this Cartier. You have some people who want the Cartier and you have some people who want the taco. But I feel like in trading and in the finance world, you get a lot more of the Cartier than you do of the taco. Corinne, how's the little one? She's doing well. She's yeah. doing well. She's working hard, yeah? Yeah, she's working hard. Yeah, she was on the charts this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't sound like you've had a lack of sleep or anything or like, you know, a massive, a massive culture shock or something? No, not really. That's what I always say. It's like I've always naturally sleep like four hours a day. Yeah. So it's not too much of a adaptation. I'm up most of the time anyway. So I think it's just habit, you know. So of course you get tired and exhausted and at night, but my shift is from like one to like seven in the morning. So I'm typically up, you know, London session. So yeah. Not that much of an this, adjustment. This is a good point, actually. It's a good good kind of starting point, considering we don't have an actual schedule for today. So Dolly, who was telling me that obviously she's now in San Francisco. And mm-hmm. she, she was in New York, right? And she really, mm-hmm. really struggles with New York and stuff. She goes, look, you can get the move in the New York session, mm-hmm. but you missed the entry, which is London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, well, you need yeah. to wake up early or move to London. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, and I'm kind of stuck in the middle, right? So yeah. I don't know how much you've like been actively or even looking at charts over the past couple of weeks, but just noticing the time difference on kind of what I have to deal with over yeah. here. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people really understand like how much or how early Americans really have to wake up just to sometimes even be successful in this particular type of industry. Just 
for Forex, for example, not necessarily any other thing that's 24-7 like crypto, but just Forex, you have to kind of wake up early or either, either trade different pairs that make it more comfortable for the time you wake up. Because by 8 by eight a.m. in the morning, or even if it's like 12 noon in New York, it's 8 in the morning for Amish. If being in New York, it's like, what, almost 12 hours later for you, Dylan? Is it like, what, like 7 or 8 p.m.? Yeah, 7 p.m. right now. So you're having dinner, about to go to sleep, and some people are getting up to just finish breakfast or brunch. And it's like you're still trading the same charts. Like the charts aren't going to wait for you. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's either you can adapt or... <laughs> it's, it's weird because every day here, I've been waking up at like 7 in the morning, literally bang on 7, which is... When you're on holiday, I find you just wake up earlier. It's just, yeah. just yeah. right. You just know you... Maybe because you want to seize the day or something like that. I don't know. It's just like when you're on holiday, you always wake up yeah. super early, Well, especially I've, that first day. I fixed these blinds now, so I'm good. You good? <laughs> I was actually going to say oh about that, but I was like, he figured it out. I, I wouldn't have had that proper answer. So you, you, do, like, you know, you know, you pull it, and I'm like, if, if I this is it's an unnatural amount of force to pull it. And I was like, nah, nah, this guy set me up. Like, I, I he must have thought what an absolute like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could have made, made a Hollywood movie out of that one, man. Trust literally. me, you made a Hollywood movie out of that one. Literally, literally, literally. <laughs> literally. But yeah, so I mean, that's just kind of like what I think it is. And it's it's not, it's, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a struggle. I think it's just, you have to adapt, right? Because it has its positives and its negatives as far as like waking up early. Like for example, I have to naturally before, you know, the baby and everything, I would have to wake up at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. just to, you know, get going to probably catch the best moves of the day. But the other side of it is by at least noon or a little bit after noon, latest like 2 p.m., I'm done for the day. So you have your whole evening to do what you want. So it's kind of like a flip-flop, vice versa kind of thing. But it's like if you want to adapt to it, you'll do it. If not, trade New York session. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I've always found, well, over the last couple of months, well, this year, I'd say anyway, New York has always been more profitable for me like 3 mm -hmm. p.m onwards i always mm -hmm. find like some nice moves usually people like like matty for example in the hub he always likes mm -hmm. trading that switch over between london mm -hmm. and new york mm -hmm. he, always, he always finds like an entry point somewhere between there but for me it's always well one i don't really have time to trade a london session anyway because of other commitments but mm -hmm. going into new york i always find 3 p.m uk time onwards i'll always find a setup always 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 if i look hard enough i always find it so what time is that for you then 3 p.m uk in the u.s that's like gonna be like nine a.m. Oh right, okay. So so like perfect, kind of perfect, yeah. isn't it? Really, yeah. So yeah, it's perfect as far as if you were doing it like completely solo, right? And what yeah. I say, what I mean by that is, if you look at over the years how I've learned or through the channels that I've learned for Rex, it was from you know you guys and people who were in the UK. So it was either adapt to that time and work when these people are working or catch everything later and then just apply it to a later time frame, if that makes sense. So it's kind of, that's how I started was having to do the three and the four AMs and, you know, it just became habit over time. Yes. Interesting. Super interesting. Right, guys, let's get on to the bulk of the discussion for this podcast. Me and Amish, mm -hmm. as kind of Amish just mentioned before, there is no real schedule for this podcast. We did have a brief discussion earlier today about what we wanted to talk about, and it all kind of revolved around trade to travel. 
you know, when we all got into this industry early on, I'm sure we all had our laptop wallpapers as, you know, holiday destinations or cars or something, you know, on our, on our laptop wallpapers. We all wanted to get into this industry for the freedom, for the ability to travel and do things on our time, on our own mm -hmm. terms. So I think it'd be great to discuss right now. I mean, we all just kind of come back from some trips. I know, Corinne, you went to Colombia a little bit further back now it's been, but Corinne mm -hmm. went to Colombia. I've just come back from Dubai and of course Amish is in the US. So I think it would be great for us all to kind of just discuss what we kind of learned while being away and what what we've kind of brought back from those kind of trips and, and how we've kind of implemented those kind of things. So Amish, seeing as you're out in the US right now and you've been traveling across many different cities, I think it'd be only best to start with yourself. Yeah. So, well, there's two things, right? So the one thing that I have appreciated the most is just spending time with my friends. So yeah. in New York, it was literally my school friends that I've known for like 20 plus years, right? And it was, yeah, you go to really nice places and, you know, you get some nice food. The food was amazing there in New York, I have to say, it really was something else. I actually really like the, because, uh, you know, I know people have this misconception that you have to go to really fancy places to get good food and it isn't. The one thing I really liked about New York is that it was because I was just like chilling on the sofa. My mate's like, oh, we're going to leave in 10 minutes. I was like, okay, what do I need to wear? She goes, oh, you're fine. It says you are. And I'll just put you wearing a hoodie and, and jeans or something. But so there's a lot more of these. And, and I think I think maybe COVID's helped with that. You know, this whole, you don't really need to dress up, dress up. I mean, you have to, I think the term is, and I, and I use this uh, with my friend, Shante, who actually, we're going to get on the pod. And I'll explain to you why later on. Dylan doesn't know this, but we are going to have her on. Presentable, but comfortable. I think that that's, I think that's kind of, I think COVID's really thinking that where, you know, you don't really need to dress up to the nines to go to work. You need to be, you need to be comfortable. You need to be kind of, but you need to be presentable, right? So New York was was really about that time, and I, and I have really really noticed the difference between five and eight hours. It's it's huge. I don't know why. I think here at the moment I'm kind of like the evening sort of winding down, and you guys are waking up, and and vice versa, right? So there is that. Now the one thing that this kind of way of working enables you is, is is flexibility right so all you need is internet and then you get a laptop right and that you'll pretty much have pretty much anywhere you go right unless you go somewhere really obscure which you know someone like sam spooner might do but you have the option to continue working in whichever way you would back home right it's just that you have a i'm very lucky that i have a lot of really good friends around the world. Um, even just in the States, there's, you know, there's so many people that I've met and, and people that I haven't even had a chance to, unfortunately, but we'll save that for next time. So you have this flexibility and, but it takes discipline, right? Yeah. You, you know, you can't be hungover. You can't be, oh, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. This and that. You, you do need to have an element of discipline. I probably haven't done as much while I was out here as I wanted to. I wanted a hard kind of, you know, I wanted to be on holiday and I wanted to, you know, see my friends, but you need to have some sort of switch off. And then it's kind of weird. And you know, I love all these people dearly, but I said to a couple of my friends the other day, about two days ago, I literally was the first afternoon I've had to myself. Right. And it was just really nice. I do, I do prefer traveling alone I and mean, I do like kind of having my alone time. So I, I, I think people, I think being alone, people either love it or they hate it. Right. And I, th I think it's just because you need to be secure and you should be comfortable in your own thoughts, regardless of the environment. Right. And I think when that happens and you can really understand a lot more about yourself and, and, and just kind of where you're at. San Francisco was great. There was two places we went to. I can't remember. One was called Azumo. If you like Japanese food, there's a restaurant in San Francisco called Azumo, which was phenomenal. And there was another place we went to in somewhere called Marin called RH. And it's called, I think it's called Restoration Hardware, Hardhouse. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, yeah, Hardware. You know the one, right? 
and it was mm-hmm. one of the, probably one of the nicest restaurants I've been to. The food was great. <laughs> I'm just going to say it now. The waitress was very friendly. Uh, Dolly took me actually, right? So we we went on this drive. It's about half an hour outside of San Francisco in the GT3 RS, which was which was a lot of fun. Saw the the Golden Gate Bridge, went to RH, and this, it was like you're in Italy. You know, you're just surrounded by all these wonderful scenic views, sunshine, and I was just like a little a little bit overwhelmed when when we stopped at to take pictures by the, by the bridge on the way back. I just kind of stood there and I said to Dolly, I said, Dolly, look, we come from, you know, pretty, pretty humble beginnings. And just, just to be here and just to see this and just to have the opportunity to do this, you know, it's, it's quite overwhelming sometimes. And, you know, we say we're from Houndsdown and stuff. And I'm, there's a reason why I'm saying this, but, you know, you never lose sight of where you come from, but, but what you can see. And, you know, there's so much in the world to see. When we went to Azuma, I actually went with a friend that I used to go to school with. He's, he's a couple of years older than me, but we used to go to school together. We used to play football together. He now lives in New York. But I just, we just couldn't, our schedules weren't, weren't, weren't aligned. We weren't aligning ironically, but we said that we could meet in San Francisco because he was in San Francisco for work. So we went to Azuma for dinner and then we went out for drinks with Dolly afterwards. I said to Dolly, I must've made a joke to Dolly about something. And next thing she turns up with shots, right? So I had tequila, they had Henny. Now the glass, Korean, Korean, why are the glasses so big? So she brings a glass and I thought it was a glass of water, right? So I go to drink it. I was like, why does it smell like tequila? I said, fuck, this is, this is a shot of tequila. And it's like a triple shot, right? Mm-hmm. It's like huge. You have to like take a good sip of it. <laughs> Dolly said, Dolly said, look, you know, well, we're going to Vegas this weekend. So I wonder if she, she remains that way, but she goes, look, I'm never going to make you drink anything that you don't, you know, anything you're not comfortable drinking with. I'm not going to, I said, no, no, I'm going to drink it. I just need a couple of minutes to mentally prepare myself for this shit. <laughs> I said, I'm not leaving without drink. I will drink it. And I was like, let me have some water. Let me, let me sober up for like 15, 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. She thought she was clever. She drank the Henny there and then. I was like, mate, soldier, right? I rate it. And we met some really cool people in there, right? So my friend Dips, really, really great, very great friend of mine, right? Really ripped really up for me when I was younger. He's big into his watches, right? So he actually had a day turner on. And I said to him, I was like, can I, can I like, can I see it? He goes, yeah, of course. So I'm just holding then. You know, when you kind of hold the the day turner, it's the first day turner I've held in my hand ever. And I was like, this is nice. This is quite nice. And then he spotted a guy in the club who had a Patek Nautilus on, right? And all you watch people will know what that is. And it's like, he it was an OG and it was like the one that's discontinued now. And he spotted it from miles away. So we're talking to this guy. He's talking about his watch. I said, mate, I really like your jacket. Where the hell is it from? And he's like, oh yeah, I'm not going to do the accent. He's like, it's from a place called Theory. I'm like, okay, so I'm buying my time. I'm buying my time. I'm buying my time. And then like, right, I'm going to drink this shot. So like quick, quick, quick sip of water. And I drank it and fuck me, man. That's, that's, Yeah. The size of those shots were were <laughs> not normal, right? And then now I'm in, where am I? I'm in LA. Met some friends out here again. Really, really good vibe. Shout out to Katie, actually. Katie, so Katie took me to, for dinner at Yamashiro, which is unreal. I don't know if anyone has been there, but super, super fun. And it's like a little, Jap- no, I say little, but it's like a Japanese garden. And then we went to go see the Chelsea game, right? Yesterday, day before, whichever day it was. That must have been fun. It was, you know, it's a great atmosphere. No offense, but yeah, these, Amer- these Americans are like super passionate about every little play. <laughs> They're like, run the field, run the field, run the ball, run the ball. I'm like, mate, he's just dribbling. Up the, you know, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking like, force the turn- turnover, force the. T-. I'm like, mate, all right, just make a tackle. It's fine, calm, right? So there's time mix- out, time out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. And then, and then when Pulisic came on, right, they cheered so much. I was like, someone scored. I was like, I realized just Pulisic was coming on. So what happened is this guy next to me, right? Johnny, 
I think it's Johnny. I might have, I don't know, Johnny, right? He's a Mexican guy. He looks Indian and he's wearing a Chelsea shirt. And I was just, we're talking to a really nice guy. And then my other friend Shiv like met us there. And then once again, right? He's like, oh, do you want a drink? He's like, yeah, so what are you drinking? I was like, oh, just, just a beer or something. And again, tequila, right? In the same fucking glass. And I'm getting like PTSD thinking, oh my God, it's like 12 or five. What the fuck? And then we went to this random place truck to get tacos, right? Goat tacos, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, do you eat goat? I was like, well, I have had goat in the past. He goes, it's goat or beef. I was like, I'll have goat, right? And I just kid you not, it was, I had a quesadilla and it was literally the best quesadilla I've ever had in my life. Like no cap, no cap. But that I saw the sight of glass and I was like, fucking no, not again, not again. But yeah, it's just been fun. It's been really, really fun. I had a, I met, actually went out yesterday with for brunch here with a friend from London who's moved up to, to New York. So yeah, having a good time, man. I'm having a good time. So I don't even remember what the original question was, but basically go see the world. You People are a lot nicer out here. I, re, I realised that, like, gen, like genuinely. You know, back home, I don't know, everyone's, everyone's really miserable. Corin, you're going to get a shock when you come visit us. You're gonna be like, is everyone this miserable? I'm like, yes, this is this is how we do. <laughs> Americans uh, are fun, to be fair. They, just they are. Really they are. They're a good time, man. Good time. Yeah, yeah, they're a very good time. Yeah, yeah. So today's my last day in LA, and then we, I'm going to Vegas tomorrow morning. Um, oh lord. Oh lord. And and my and, oh, and, and Dolly herself is gonna gonna look after me in Vegas, shall we say? But one just one last thing actually. One one thing I was saying, we were in San Francisco, right? We went down Crooked Street. It's current, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, really cool, right? Mm-hmm. And it was hot. It was like ridiculously hot. I think it was like 28, 29, right? It was really hot. It was very warm. Uh, long story, I'll tell you the full story in person, but we got some ice cream and we were just going for a walk and we found this little garden. And then only afterwards we realized that was a bit of a sketchy garden, but we saw like a family playing there, so it was fine. And we just had this really, really long talk. And you you kind of I say I say Ravina's my my therapist, but Dolly's probably my like my US therapist. And you, you think you talk a lot about things where you know you, sometimes when you just go for dinner with someone, you can't you know you, you catch up, how's life, how's things, what you're doing after COVID, blah blah blah, just the same old kind of thing, right? But I think when you can have those very genuine questions about you know how how you how you're actually feeling, how you're doing, your insecurities, your kind of worries, your you know just just your real human issues and thoughts you know it's, it's really yeah. cool and sometimes you have to travel across the world to to have those have those conversations but yeah it's been really cool man it's been really good i've, I've had, a, had a great time so far and done a bit of shopping and uh, yeah i'll stop talking now sorry but yeah i'm having a good time <laughs> sorry <laughs> i can see you living out in the u.s man you know one day i, I can see you know, you know what a few, a few people have asked me this question right and dips was telling me because he goes it is a very capital state right where People, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to build something, the rewards for that are great. They really, really are. And everyone that I know that has moved out here has done very well for themselves, very well for themselves, right? And so I think that California sunshine, I, I can live with the time difference, not the end of the world. It's funny because in the evening, I'm like, why is my phone so quiet? I was like, is everyone like forgotten me or something? Like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm like, why is it? it's like 7, 8 p.m. and like, I've got no messages, right? This is weird. Like, what yeah, the hell's yeah. going on? Then I realized it's like two, three in the morning back home. I was like, okay, right. That's, that's it's kind of weird. And and so the food, mate, the food out here is, and and my dad was saying literally before he came, he goes, Yeah, but you can't beat, beat London for the food. I don't know, man. Everywhere we've been has been like ridiculous, like ridiculous. We, it's the portion uh, sizes, isn't it? No, 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 no. You know what it is? Everyone says that, right? And I was expecting that from last time. 
but it's become a lot more normalized. I was saying this to my to my mom the other day. I've not I've not had anything yet where I was like, that's ridiculous. Everything's been pretty, pretty normal. I don't know if it's the places we go to or anything, but I did have a McDonald's the other day. There's one thing I realized that no one really rates McDonald's here. I had I was I think I think I literally got to LA and I was like the first thing I saw that like, McDonald's job done. The chicken nuggets were mm. excellent. I have to say, I'm not gonna lie, the chicken nuggets were excellent. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, you want you want the full review, right? But it was it was really weird. But I don't know, America. Again, I've only seen you know a very 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 small part, and and I've been to places which are you know probably probably a bit more affluent than, than average kind of thing. Mm. Could I? A few people have asked me this. Could could I live out here? And I, I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think, I think the tax is a big problem. I think the the tax yeah, is the only the, thing that the, I, I'd, I'd be. The tax is. Yeah. I mean, the whole. I mean, the whole gun thing is. You know, I mean, look. Even just, I was in. Just was it yesterday, the day before the thing that happened in Brooklyn, and I was there like last week, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like, man, you're like, man. You know, I, I obviously check if my friends are okay and stuff. So, it's I don't know. It's it, it's a tough one. It, it it really is. I think because what some of my friends now they're like they live out here, and my friends in in, in Brooklyn. I go, would you ever move back? They go, no. They didn't, didn't even flinch because no, would never even think about mm-hmm. it. So everyone you know that lives out here, they're doing really well. And they they wouldn't move back. But then you say, like, would you want to raise a family and stuff here? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> no, honestly, oh, okay. I'm just, no, I'm just being, I'm being really honest. So my no. friend, my friend out in Phoenix, right? She's like, I'm trying to move back home because I don't want to raise a family here. And I'm like, you, you got, yes. to, you know, we're, we're, we're grown up. I know, I know I might not act or look like it a lot of times, but we're grown ups now and you have to think about these things, right? So, mm-hmm. Corinne, I mean, yeah, I mean, what's your, I mean, call me an idiot if, if you want, if- but what's the, it's a lot to unpack here, right? Yeah, it's a lot to unpack. So I'll 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 go with my debriefing of your your excerpt, and then I'll go with a little small piece about yeah, it. Yeah. First of all, I have to say, to hear you sound so excited is very refreshing. And I'm not <laughs> trying to say that you always sound down, but I can really tell that you're having a really great time. Oh, and man. as hard as you work, man, you really deserve this. You know, so I, I have some good friends. Well, thank you. I have. It's it's fulfilling to me to see you, you know, and I'm not saying like when you're at home, you're not having fun, yeah. but it's to see you in America, just like having a great time, enjoying, like taking yeah. it all in, like, you know, going to we Hollywood need it, yeah. and, yeah. you know, seeing a Brooklyn Bridge and everything is just like taking these things and it's refreshing to see them. Thank you. Um, we, we need a drink champs moment for that one. Oh, clap, man. You know? <laughs> man. so it's like it's like to see you you know doing this it's really refreshing to me you know to watch the stories and to see everything because it's like a lot of stuff that of course as an american right we take the for granted right that's like me being excited to go to buckingham palace and you're like but why do you even care to go there right that's your perspective but to americans perspective we're going to associate the associate that with like a Drake verse and be like, oh, this is what he was talking about. Right. So it's kind of like the same vice versa type of thing. But to see you having a great time and really just enjoying yourself. Not I'm not gonna say after all the hard work because you are always working hard. Um but just to see you enjoying some of the fruits of your labor. Can can someone tell James that? To see you in When's he going on holiday, man? When's he going on? I think, I, think, I, think, I think you need to just book him in him in uh, Georgia, Georgia holiday. He, man. He, he just said he just said to me, he goes, "Are you back May second? I said, "I'm back May second. I said, yeah, "Yeah, I'll be back." He goes, "No, you will be back May second. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a question. 
<laughs> that was a command, you know, yes. so for sure, I just like, you know, just to see you enjoying yourself. I think that's really great. The point you mentioned about spending time alone is something that, you know, a lot of people I think need to hear because I don't think that's something that gets highlighted enough just in society or in life, right? Because I always sure, tell sure. people about spending time alone, like that's the time where you get to really understand who you are. Right. Whether you're in a relationship or you live with your family or whatever your living situation or your work situation may be. A lot of people don't understand when you wake up, you're around people. You go to work, you're around people. You come home, you're around people. You catch the subway, the train, the bus, the car, whatever. You're always around people. And when do you really take that time to, for yourself, even if it's 30 minutes? 30 minutes may seem like two hours if you really just never get to you know, take time to yourself and just really enjoy and process your own thoughts about where you are. So you getting to spend time alone after, you know, always being there for everyone else in a different country. I think that's also, you know, very mentally positive. As far as the shots are concerned, I can only think that it's New Orleans prep. When you was mentioning the heat, when you were mentioning the shots, I'm like, listen, LA shots and New Orleans shots are com- two completely oh, different Lord. things. The glass, oh, the glass is only gonna get bigger. Oh, the glass are only gonna come. The glass faster. is only half full, man. Like they say, and oh, and Lord. and they're and they're two times cheaper, right? So it's like that on steroids. So it's just I was looking at, it, I was like, well, he's just getting ready to come down here and see how you know mm. we pass around tequila but like, like I said to, to, to come and hear you express those things is funny to hear your perspective about how US people you know think about football and soccer or however you want to call it and how we make big deals about small things it just shows this is yeah. just the way we see these kind of things right like, just like I would come over there and I'd be lost you know but then I'd figure it out and understand it but it's just great sometimes for me personally to hear your perspective on a place that we like, you know, me, I live in this country every single day. And to the point about would you move here or would you live here? I think for me, it's one of those things where I know when you take a holiday, you're here for a month and you get to see all the best parts of it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's how it that's how it was when I was when I moved to L.A. years ago. Like when I went, there, I was like, oh, I love it. This that, and the third. But it's not until I spent a month and then two months, I realized eh, maybe this isn't it. Right. So yeah. it's like it's like one of those things where you come and you see the brightest side of it. Just says, you know, I would probably come to the U.K. and things that y'all would be like, oh, well, Corinne, this is painted a certain way so that you would enjoy this. Right. But if you go just around the corner, it's a completely different, you know, situation. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. to you know, to hear that is kind of refreshing that you actually, you know, are enjoying your time in America. As far as the trading and travel thing, I think that that's something that I would say. 60 to 70% of traders enter the market to do is because they see someone living this particular lifestyle or they see someone maybe driving this particular car. And what I admire even more now about not just TCC and the message and the things that we convey is you get to literally see someone as yourself and even as far as Riz and how you know he goes and even you dealing with you being in Dubai recently and taking time for yourself you get to see that there are many different ladders and many different steps that you can take to enjoy life 
right? Like sometimes it may be the Rolexes and the Cartier, and then sometimes it may be the street taco that I enjoy. But giving people a wide range of to say that these are the things that could happen for you if you just decide to, you know, take a charge of your life or take certain things in your life seriously for a short period of time. You can enjoy this taco or you can enjoy this Cartier. You have some people who want the Cartier, you have some people who want the taco. But I feel like in trading and in the finance world, you get a lot more of the Cartier than you do of the taco. And so to see somebody kind of just exemplifying, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm having fun with my friends. I'm going to, you know, a few nice places here and there, but just the, um, to see you really um, having a good time with your friends. These aren't people you hired to be with you, to hang with you. These aren't people you've, you know, set up and say, oh, well, hang with me. These are people who you genuine, genuinely made a connection with and I'm sure impacted their life in ways just as you've done mine. So, you know, as far as trading and traveling, I, I like that it's being brought to a whole different perspective, right? It's not like, look at this lifestyle, look at me, look at me. It's more of, I'm just going to a different country and enjoy my friends are like Dylan you're going to celebrate you know 30th birthday with your friends and just to see you guys just in different places just like I went to Colombia as Dylan mentioned earlier to celebrate one of my friends who just recently got married and you know different things like that it doesn't always have to be the extremes of life but it just gives you the opportunity to say hey maybe I can enjoy a different country and maybe educate myself on something just a little bit more because I took myself seriously for a short period of time, which we think is a long time, but it just gives us the opportunity to be able to do different things in life and have different opportunities, even when things in the world around us are what we consider falling apart. You still have to find that brightness and that silver lining, you know, in everything. So as far as trading and traveling, that's how it kind of impacted me and impacted my life is to say not only, you know, can I trade, right? Or can I look at these charts or whatever? But I also know people who live in different parts of the world or all over the world now that when I come into their city or I come into their neighborhood, I will be open, you know, treated with open arms and just a network that you grow of meeting like-minded individuals. And so I just want to also highlight, like I said, more than anything, just the fact to see you out there traveling and doing different things, but you're not like trying to promote this certain lifestyle that may seem unobtainable for some people, but then there are people who can't exemplify the same thing. But when a lot of people get started with trading and investing, as many of us have seen in the beginning, when we first got started, you see the watches, you see the cars, and that's what most people are after. But it breaks down that not everybody wants that. Some people just want to go and have a good dinner with their friend or hang out or go to a wedding for one of their friends or whatever the case may be. And the simple things in life, especially after, you know, the times that we've lived in over the past two years to see people do these type of things through trading is what I think a lot of people should look at and not say, okay, well, I need to fly in a jet to get there. You don't have to, right? And it's just kind of bringing trading and life and what's possible to a more realistic view than just saying this is some pie in the sky. You might make yeah. it, you might. So me and James, and we're going to Spain in June for a week, right? And we said as a joke, we go, we should, we should like do a vlog on... I think we're just flying. I don't know what the hell it is. EasyJet, wherever it is, right? We should do a mm -hmm. vlog on like EasyJet because apparently you need to be on a jet to show that you're happy in life. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Just one thing I want to say. So my friend Dips, right? He's he's happily married with kids. You know, it's a lovely house now in Connecticut, which hopefully I'll go see next time. He mm-hmm. says he does to me, I think every, I don't know if it was every year or every like quarter or something, he does this one thing, right? Where he just says to, says to his wife, right? I'm going away for three days. I'm going away just uh, wherever she's exactly where he's going, whatever thing. I just go drive really, really far away and just spend three days with himself, you know, just books, mm-hmm. movies or whatever, and just literally just get his almost sanity back. Right. And I said, well, how does, how do you explain that to your wife? You know, it's like, it looks, you know, from an outsider in, it looks a bit dodgy that, you know, no, no lies. Right. And he goes, no, 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 I got mm-hmm. exactly where you are. He goes, I say, look, I'm going to call you at this time every day. And if you want to do the same thing, you do the same thing. Because he goes, I'll even pay for you and your girls to go wherever you want. But I just thought it was a really refreshing and a really interesting way of kind of, you know, like we would say like resetting every couple of months, every quarter, whether it's mm-hmm. the, the physical or the mental strain that we have, you know, on, on our kind of brains and our kind of lives and just our way of thinking. So, yeah, I just thought it was a really just, just you know, that whole what you said about spending time alone. And he has a very, he's a very, he's a very, very sociable guy. He like went back home. He used to know everyone. Everyone used to know him. So for him to now say, I just need three days every every quarter, whatever it was, just to switch mm-hmm. off from everyone. Because I don't check my, because I have my phone just off. And when it needs to be answered, I'll answer it when I'm ready, right? So yeah, no, just, just an interesting, just an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's super important just to be just like 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 both of you guys were saying, just to be on your own. And I was watching this this podcast recently, I can't remember who it was who was on it, but I just seen a clip on Instagram and the guy was saying throughout our day, we have like these I don't know what he called it, like minimal stress triggers, which, which which take place throughout our day. And it starts from the very moment we wake up. So your alarm goes off automatically that that's a, that triggers a stress within your body like out of nowhere this this noise starts blaring you, you you go and put it on snooze again your alarm starts blaring that's your second stress trigger and you go back to sleep and you wake up again then you see an email on your phone and then you start worrying about this email thinking oh my god i should have done this yesterday or, the, or last week and that's another stress trigger so like you said just turning your phone off getting away just being by yourself and your own thoughts it just minimalizes all this this, this kind of this, this stress in your life and just brings you back down to neutral or, or, or zero you know and i think i think it's super super important and for me even though my holiday wasn't I'm like, oh, I'm almost quite envious of you, Amish, on your holiday because you're, it's, it seems very relaxed. You know, you're on your own and, and it's exactly what I kind of wanted to do. But my holiday was very much surrounded by just like partying and having a good mm. time, which I don't regret in any way because I was celebrating mm. my friend and his and his 30th That's birthday, which, which which I was very grateful to be a part of. But I, I almost I almost wanted that time just, just to relax. And one thing I actually did do was every morning I used to get up and because I was bloody hungover every single day, I used to just wake up in the morning. <laughs> I used to wake up every morning, get like a fill up a big bottle of water, yeah. take my sun cream with me, and just go down to the beach for like forty five minutes and just yeah. chill with my with my AirPods in. And that was my time yeah. in the day yeah. to be alone because I knew when I got back to the apartment, we were going to get ready and then we were going to go out and we were going to be out for the eighty percent of the day, pretty much. Mm. You know, so I knew I knew that was my only time to really relax, and I, and I made the most of it and I, and I really enjoyed it. Funny story, actually. <laughs> Here's a funny story. Here we go. Riz is probably going to kill me for this one, don't but we're <laughs> good. So Tuesday, so I, was, I landed on the Monday morning and then t- Tuesday night, I, I, I 
met up with Riz. So he, he came to our, our kind of apartment and we kind of chilled there. We had a few drinks and then we headed out. We originally had One Oak booked, which is like a, which is a yeah, nice yeah. club in Dubai. But we originally had that booked. And then Riz was like, oh, no, forget that. We'll, we'll go to this other place called Club Blue. It was much better and, and it's much bigger as well. So I was like, yeah, cool. I was like, we'll follow Riz because he's been here millions of times and yeah, he yeah. obviously knows the spots where to go. So we went into this Club Blue. He took us that. They, they had a booth available and stuff like that. So we were like, yep, yeah, we'll, we'll it, was, it was cool. We just got it. And we ended up paying like six, seven hundred pounds for a bottle, right, between us, which, which is okay. <laughs> That's but between a little group of us, it was fine. Yeah. But when we got into the club and we were there for about 15, 20 minutes, we realized the music was like proper like drum and bass, <laughs> like heavy shit in it. And I, and I turned to Riz, I was like, bro, is the music going to like turn to hip hop and R&B? Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, you guys, yeah, be cool, man. It'd be cool, don't worry. And then another like 10, 15 minutes go by and it's just like still the same shit. And, I, and then one of the, uh, one of the waiters comes over. I just asked him, I was like, what's the, what's the music tonight, sir? And he's like, oh, drum and bass and pure house music i was like oh okay <laughs> i was like all right okay i was like boys they say basically they ain't playing hip-hop tonight or r&b and for us that's a big thing obviously we need, you yeah, need yeah, your yeah. music in the club, right you need your music so we were just sat there with a full bottle of henny and we were like oh, boys Lord. what do we do so we ended up panning this bottle of henny within like 20 minutes oh, because we had to go to this we had to go to this next club which riz had in mind yeah. to get free entry into the place within like 15 20 minutes so we ended up panning a bottle of henny within 15 20 minutes walked out of this club absolutely licked off our faces and just went to this next place and had a and, a, and a, ended up having a good night and it was good music but that was a riz for you right there and his if right. riz ever gives you clubs, club suggestions in dubai don't listen to him next time that, that's a good lesson D- for you D- dj riz oh, yeah. no. <laughs> dj riz man no it was it was incredible seeing that guy and one thing to be honest that riz does just going back to the whole trade to kind of travel talk he works in quarters i was actually speaking mm-hmm. to him about this out there so Q1, he'll have his head down completely and he won't like, he won't cheer, he won't, he won't party, he won't do too much stuff. He'll just concentrate on working. And at the end of Q1, he'll go to Dubai or he'll go on holiday or he'll go to like Bahrain, F1, and he'll just go traveling a little bit. And then when it came to kind of Q2, when we got back and I was messaging him on WhatsApp and stuff, he was like, yeah, that's it, bro. No more breaks. Q2, fully focused. Then summertime, I'll I'll maybe head back to Dubai and I'll go on holiday again. So I think that's, if you, if you, if you kind of want to work towards this kind of trade to travel lifestyle, maybe that's like quite a good blueprint to work towards, you know, kind of work in quarters, work your ass off for two months. And then maybe that last kind of month or last kind of two weeks in the quarter, maybe go and travel, go to wherever you want to go and just kind of wind down and relax and have a good time. So I think that's something I'm going to definitely follow. Yeah. Um, and I, think I, when, I definitely when, want to travel a bit more now. Yeah. And I think when you know you have something to look forward to, that I of think course, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of people say, okay, that really helps me. And the quarter goes quick. Mate, we blink now when it's, and it's Friday already. What What is it today? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, and you can really, it's not sustainable to like go full out for more than a quarter. Yeah, I mean, you can, but you won't be as, as you know, you won't be an optimal thought process or kind of yeah. running. So I think quarters is, is, is a very digestible way of doing it. And then again, Corinne used to say, he goes, look, okay, well, if, if you're working in years, you know, if you're, if you're having bad habits or you're not kind of being as productive as you want, if, if, you, if you're checking yourself in September, October, you've wasted four, five, six months. Whereas if you're quarterly, yeah. you can be a bit more analytical almost you know you can look back even if you're away you can be like okay what did i do well what did i do well and sometimes it's just small changes right there's no point in trying to evolve everything overnight because it doesn't work and sometimes it's just it could, it could just be as well, i had a really good quarter kind of switch off have a good time and then we'll go again same again right yeah and, and yeah and the thing now is is, is discipline and distractions 
There's your episode title. There's your episode title. There's your episode title. I was actually, I was going to call it Trade to Travel, but that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one thing that James does really well, just discipline, right? He has the same routine. It's almost robotic. And therefore you can, you know exactly what you're doing and you can kind of just do that, right? And in the side, I say to everyone, I'm going to regret this now, but I said, I've said to so many people, London in the summer is great. And, but the number of distractions, literally every weekend there'll be something. Even like now, I'm having to book things for like September, October. So there are a lot wow, of distractions. Yeah, mate, every, every week, every week. And London in the summer is 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 a, is a good. Yeah, I, I'm sure you'll see me and Riz in London in the summer having a good time. So. Oh, well, sorry, when are you back again in London? May the second. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna I be think. down in London. Okay, let's do it. Well, for that thing that you told me about, anyway, which we can't mention on here, then I'm probably, and then and then and then I'm probably gonna. I've said, I've said to Cuddle, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to his house. I'm just gonna stay there for two weeks. I'll be in London for like the yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. Man. That'll be good. Yeah, yeah, so, anyway, continue anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's, that's really. I think I think that's the, the, the that's literally the key. If I had to sum everything up, it, it's being able, and I've seen I've seen this recently actually, where I think a couple of people have seen this where they're doing this thing now where they don't even switch their phone or they have it on do not disturb till about two o'clock in the afternoon so they can get yeah, all yeah. their work done first thing in the morning and then the rest of the day you can just because because just i think the amount of time that you I don't want to say waste but the time that is that you that you have to use up just to answer messages in a day it's probably what two three four hours yeah, yeah, true. So, I, I, you know, there, there is there is a way of, of definitely being, and which is which is great actually here. Where I was actually doing some work last night, and literally ninety minutes, two hours, I was actually quite productive. So yeah, but I think it's being able to to, to know when to zone out and switch off from from people, and, and just be able to focus on whatever you're doing. Those. And I'm sure kind of see that when you come to um, New Orleans is that in a lot of different cities that you go into, like New York or L.A. or not so much Vegas, but L.A. for sure. And even Phoenix is that during the week it's kind of structured. Right. Mm -hmm. And then right Thursday, Friday, that's when you can kind of see it kind of like ramping up. Yeah. And so it allows people to be productive during the week and then kind of let loose or do whatever they like to do on the weekend, right? That's how it is in most parts of the country. But what makes it complicated is in New Orleans, that's seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's a constant party, right? So people here find, no, seriously, people here find a reason to literally celebrate anything, right? And so it doesn't, that's what kind of, not, I wouldn't say keeps the city down, but keeps it kind of economically in a certain place is because there's so many distractions that people don't really get to turn off and focus because literally Monday through Sunday, there's a party or not just always just a party, but there's something for you to get into that would distract you from your main goal. So I understand the whole discipline thing. And that's where a lot of people don't understand. Like, how do you just, you know, sit here and do this is because yeah. I live in a city where it's literally a party Monday through Sunday and you can't get away from that. Mm-hmm. No more parties in LA like this. <laughs> Jesus, oh god! But yeah, do you know what? I I've actually tried something today. I've deactivated my Instagram. Have you um, really? For the week? Yeah, yeah. I'll probably turn it back on again after the bank holiday weekend's done. Monday, Tuesday, whatever. Yeah. But I just want to see how I feel after it because I've had a couple of friends who have done that recently. Oh, you won't regret it. You will not regret it at all. Yeah, I know. Yeah, then they're saying you'll you so much more clarity. You think more clearer, and I've actually got a quite a, a lot of stuff to do this weekend. So I'd rather just not have those distractions. And to, mm-hmm. to be fair, I have been finding lately is just it's just 
like even after I deactivated it, I just you find your 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 fingers just going onto Instagram randomly, like without yeah. you even thinking about it. It's just crazy. And I'm landed on my macro IQ account on my Instagram. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this. turn to turn it off and just log out of Instagram again. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to see how it works. And one of my friends did say like ages ago, like years ago on a podcast that he did once, he goes, the best way to stop yourself going on Instagram is just log out, not even deactivate, just log out because yeah, yeah, yeah. the the function of you having to type your username in, type your password in, yeah, you're lazy. we're so lazy. This generation is so lazy. Yeah. Literally. They just think it's so long and you won't even bother to do it. So that's another little hack. So either log out of your Instagram or just deactivate it if you want to try it. So I'm going to see how it goes this weekend and hopefully I'll be a new man on the podcast next week. We'll see. <laughs> What's very funny about that is not only one did I also try to do that this week, it's something that I, I get anxiety about, right? And the reason why really? I, say I, get, I get anxiety about it is because it's, it's small things, right? And when I say small things, it's like, for example, like when I did, it was a full day this week. I forget which day it was. And I, you know, took the app off my phone because usually what I did for a while was I used to hide it, right? Where you can hide the app that way you don't have to fully deactivate it and everything like that. But it was one, it's all when I delete it or I get off of it, the, the, the anxiety comes in, honestly, and I'm being honest with you guys, when it comes to not being able to see a crypto circle post or a message or whatever the case may be. And I feel like if I missed two or three of those, I would be completely out of the loop. This is just me. And it's just, I don't know. So it's like, I get back on and then I see like a picture of James and, you know, the caption that you posted and everything. And it was really nice, well-written. I was like, man, see if I was off. And it's just me in my own head. Just if I was off, I would have missed that. Not saying that that one post means something in one direction or the other, but it's certain things and certain videos that I feel like I just, is a part of my week, but I'm going to try and I'll let you know how it works, but I'm work, I'm easing off of it. How about that? Yeah, one step at a time. I mean, on my on my personal account, I, I went through a phase where I just unfollowed every. If I was like, if I don't know you, if I've not spoken to you in the last, uh, like someone say that you know when you're clearing out stuff, if you've not used it in six months, you don't need it. Just get rid of it. So I went to this yeah, day, yeah. I was like, if I've not spoken to you in the last six months, I don't need to on this Instagram right now. Not as like an ego thing, but it's just generally like, bro, I just got stuff to focus on on right now. So, and I noticed yeah. there's a new feature where they have it where you only you can choose whose content you want to see, and yeah. I think that'll also help out yeah. as well yeah. too. Like if I can click like the ten to fifteen pages mm. that I want to see their content, I think that'll like help me out a lot as well. Because it's not like I don't want to see things because it's certain motivational videos or whatever that you know I feel like I'll just miss out on. But I don't know. I guess yeah. that's all a part of the discipline, right? I think the anxiety for me comes from like. Just, just like, like a couple of hours ago, even I just, I felt it inside me, and I, and it more comes from the fact of, like you said, missing out on a piece of news, like some like crypto news or some macro news or something like that. Just missing out on that and not being able, not being in the loop for it. Maybe mm-hmm. okay, I have, you, could, you could say you have Twitter for that, which is more reactive mm-hmm. and responsive in terms of news. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just it's like you said, it, you feel like you're missing out on something. You don't even know what it is, but you, you feel like you're missing out on it. Whether it be Amish's, Amish's posts uh, in LA where, where we might be doing something nice or like I said some macro news or some crypto news like Elon Musk buying Twitter today maybe like I missed out on that I want to be part of that discussion you know so that's where it more comes from for me but I'm sure I'll get over it in a day or two and I'll be better for it but what do you, quickly quickly very quickly what do you guys think of Elon's news today buying I saw, Twitter I saw, it's, I saw the letter that he sent 
did I did I did I see the numbers correctly? Was it forty something billion? Forty billion, yeah. He's about about fifty. He he agreed tried to buy it out for like fifty four dollars a share. Yeah, fifty four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, something like that. Yeah. I just like the way that he. And again, I'm not a huge Elon fan. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Has your opinion evolved on him um, since those twenty twenty one days where he was chilling Doge? I think I think he's definitely. I don't know if the whole anonymous thing had anything to do with it, but he definitely seems to be a bit more grounded. I had a huge respect for, and I, again, I try and say I call a spade a spade, right? When Russia invaded Ukraine, and he's you know sending out satellites and stuff, I had a huge, huge respect for that, and I don't think people gave him enough kudos for that, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the whole thing comes down to intent, right? Why does he want to? I think Twitter's great, right? Does it have? Is it perfect? No. Should they be cancelling? More people than they do. Yes, I'm not the biggest Trump fan as a person, but I don't feel I feel that they profited off his time in office, and then they, oh, yeah. yeah, they they just you know they they cancelled him when it was convenient for them, right? I didn't like. So I don't think that you know it's, that's not freedom of speech. Whereas then people like Katie Hopkins, who's just like nonstop hate crimes, it has a, has a free platform, which is ridiculous, right? I know it's not the same kind of context, but it's, it's the principles, right? So I think the, the intent goes down to, do I think, do I, do I want to see what Elon would do with Twitter? Yes. Yes. Would I take Definitely. that? Would I take that deal? Hell yes. So it's an interesting one. It's, it really is an interesting one. I don't know. I, I'm right now. I like. I don't have a, a strong opinion either, either way. I'm just kind of like, okay, let's just see what what happens here. But I really like the. This is the offer. That's it. Fine. I'll take it or leave it. Yeah, that's that's why that's why I kind of really yeah liked about it. The, the letter he, was, he said in it. There's this. There is no going back and forth. I'm not. I don't. I don't want that. This yeah. is my offer. Take it or leave it. And yeah. I, I love that. I love that. I think he understands what, his importance in society and how yeah. much people value his opinion and his voice. And I think he really understands where he stands within yeah. society. Yeah. There's this, when we were talking about it and I heard about it, there's this, it's like a book I like called 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Mm-hmm. And it just talks about just different qualities of a leader by a guy named John Maxwell. And chapter one of that book talks about, it's called The Law of the Lid. And the law of the lid just basically says, uh, they use the story of the McDonald brothers who had a vision for McDonald's, but then here comes Ray Kroc and he had an even bigger vision for it. I don't want to say that Jack Dorsey has maxed it out, but I can't say as somebody like Jack Dorsey, I wouldn't want to transfer it into Elon's hands to see what he would do with it. Because I do think that it would probably have um, a positive impact being how Elon has uh, his pulse or his hands and a lot of things that are futuristic. And for how far mm. Twitter has gone, I don't want to say it's maxed out because that's not really what I believe, but I do. I would like to see it in Elon's hands. What would it become? If that makes sense, being that we've seen a long stretch over time of what Jack Dorsey has done with it, which has been phenomenal, but mm. I don't know how much upside still is does he have really under his tutelage or how much creativity and new things that he's going to bring to it? So I think that Elon probably would take the lid off of Twitter and make it something just a tip, tad bit better, bigger and better. But he also, I feel like, needs his hands on some social media platform. I think that's the, that's the thing. He, I think that's the thing that's missing from his portfolio, from his CV, Could you, you, you mm. could say, is a social media platform. Because he's done PayPal. Mm. 
payments yeah. network. He's, he's he's conquered cars. He's, he's conquered. What's the other thing? What's the other one that he's got? SpaceX. SpaceX. He's done space. Yeah. Space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just a social media platform is the last thing missing. And like, like you said, it'd be interesting to see what he can do with the social media platform. Do you think he's bored? No. No. Surely, <laughs> surely not. Surely not. He's, if anything, he's got too much on his plate, you could argue. But yeah, yeah. I don't think he's don't bored, but it's when you get to when you get to that level, right? You have to keep going, right? He has to continuously yeah. strive yeah. for something. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I've done this. I've made the car drive itself. I've done this. I've done that. But you have to, you know, kind of like in Will reference our good buddy Kanye, right? I have to continuously do something to push the envelope. Yeah, what I did years ago, that was one thing. But had I stayed the same, I wouldn't be giving you what I'm giving you now. So I just think it's how he challenges himself is just to mm-hmm. always take on something new, which I think over time, next 10, 15, 20 years, I mean, he'd probably have his hands literally in everything. Yeah, there's a documentary that I watched a couple of days ago on Netflix called Return to Space, and it's all about Elon and kind of SpaceX and their. Basically, it starts with the story of like kind of the downfall of the this the aerospace industry in America and NASA and how that all like kind of crumbled, and then the kind of the privatization of that industry through SpaceX and how they kind of partnered with NASA and then now they're sending people back into space for like the first time in years and years and years. And interestingly enough, when NASA kind of pretty much crumbled and that whole industry went down. The U.S. were heavily reliant on Russia to, so they, you, the U.S. used to pay like hundreds of millions of dollars for their astronauts to be taken up in Russian spaceships, which is interesting. Oh. Yeah, so that's obviously changed now with SpaceX, and I don't think they're going to be sending any astronauts with Russian in Russian aircraft any longer. <laughs> yeah, not anytime soon. But yeah, a really, really interesting documentary. I'd encourage everyone to go watch it, and it gives you a lot of respect for Elon because I think a lot of you probably have seen the kind of the clip of SpaceX when it first started out and like the first three rockets that they sent up blew up and then the fourth one they finally got it right and it just it's just a testament to, to Elon and kind of his philosophy of instead of writing things down and trying to theorize things he likes to actually play with things and and, and break yeah. them and learn from it that way as opposed to just doing things as opposed to theory and that's something that I really admire about him he's not scared to break things and he's not scared and especially when it comes to rockets you know you have to actually put yeah. them up in the air yeah. to see how they work. Like there's no other way to do it. You can't, you can do as much theory as you want and as many calculations as you want, but you need to send that rocket up to see if it works or not. And that's something that I really admire, but I, no, I love, I, I love Elon. I, I really do. I think he's amazing. Great for society. Great, great for, great for the world. One thing that I was having brunch yesterday, right at this place called earth. And it's like U R T H. Amazing. Called amazing. Earth. Earth. Yeah. You, you start like U R T H. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, we're great. Earth, Earth. Earth. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If you ever guys want brunch recommendations, I highly recommend it. And basically, there was these two like LAVC guys sitting next to me. I'm kind of like half the ears on their conversation. And they basically said, this is, I think this is where my ears really pricked up. They basically said, one thing that made Steve Jobs great was he just made an environment that things could literally blow up. Right. Yeah. And, and what they meant by that, where he he literally said, like, when people went, for, you know, when they removed the iPod to for, uh, and then just put it in the iPhone, people went nuts. Right. They lost their shit. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? You can only do that with the right people. You can't have people who are afraid to take risks. And it's calculated risk. Right. But you have to be able to be like, OK, well, let's just see what this happens. This might not work, but because of, you know, because of ABC, X, Y and Z. We just will give it a go, 
right? So it's an interesting one. It really is. Do you think he's the kind of last of a, I don't want to say dying breed, but like no, he's no, the last of, of, no. like, of like kind of like a, the Steve Jobs type of people? No, no, definitely no. not. The last of the, the last of the Mohicans, yeah? No. The Mohicans? Have you not seen that film? Oh, you're probably a bit young. There's a, uh. film, there's a film called The, the, last, <laughs> the last of the Mohicans. Uh. Great film. Literally, that's a bad boy film, man. Get out. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. you have to watch. Oh, that's a, that's a great film. No, I don't think so. And I'll tell you why. Because I think Web3, there's there's the next version of that coming soon. Yes, very true. Very true. Yeah. Very true. And that's, I th- that's what I was going to say. I think he's, if not the end, I think he's like the new style beginning yes. of the, yes. the, the Gage Jobs Buffett yep. clan, right? I think he's like the pioneer who these kids who are really into certain type of things, I think this is who they'll follow or they'll look at as their quote unquote inventor or pioneer of their time, which I think for society, I think that's a good thing. You know, I mean, it's a lot about Elon. Of course, we still try to understand, but a lot of it, I don't think we ever will until years later. But I think that he is the, the, one that sits at the top of the throne. I don't care about the networks and him and Bezos battles and all these other things. I think he's actively getting out there and getting after it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to respect it, man. You got to respect it. I think you can dislike someone, but still have huge respect for them. There's a difference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, For sure. For sure. There's a difference. Yeah. So that's so your hate for it. I don't think you'll I don't think you'll ever learn to love him, will you, Hamish? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny it. <laughs> because I, I, I'm not saying that I really just, you know, drop dead, just I've changed my view, viewpoint and I love him. I'm not saying that, but like you said, we do have to sit back and respect his genius because yeah, you wouldn't necessarily be a genius if everybody understood and agreed with everything that you did. So I don't know. I just think he's one of those people that over time will be like, oh yeah, man, I remember when he was blowing up rockets and you know, the only thing he doesn't agree on is is Web three. He sees it more as a marketing ploy or marketing word. He doesn't see the value in it as of yet, as people like other people might do. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Stay yeah, tuned for sure. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, should we? Uh, should we wrap it up there? I really, yeah. really enjoyed yeah, this yeah. episode actually. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so funny because a lot of the time Dylan will message me and he'll be like, "Literally an hour before, I'll be like, oh, what are we talking about?" <laughs> today perfect example today and i'm like uh just we'll just wing it it's fine and i don't know if he's yeah, at yeah. that point he's like yeah we'll wing it or he's like fucking this guy's so unorganized it's like no it'll be fine it'll be fine we're good we're and good. then i just have to hop in and be like yeah so uh so and so but we have a you know good synergy and everything like that so yeah. i don't you know because we used to prep it right but now it's like yeah nah. when live podcast that's all i'm saying orion so so hold on so actually, he's actually he's actually planning oh, shit, I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay okay so October is what I'm looking at, but I have to align it with you guys' schedule. And the reason why I say October, if it's available, is because there's also, you know, the Saints are playing okay. out there as well. Okay. So, all right, it's done. I don't know it's what done, you guys man. have, but the month I'll, of. Consider it done, man. We'll, we'll, we'll book the tickets okay. for the Saints. Don't okay. Worry. Corey, let, let me check with the wife and kids. Schedule is, <laughs> schedule is clear. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
Yeah, so that's what I'm shooting for, for sure. Corey, right. man, you can take me. You, you can take me to my first American football game and teach me everything that I need to know, bro. Because I know jack shit about it. Oh, say that. Then it's gonna be vice versa when you take yeah. me to my first, yeah, yeah, Chelsea, you game. know, football yeah. game, Chelsea game. Oh. I'd be like, I thought you were gonna say. I played. I played soccer as a kid, but it's yeah. not as you know revered over here in America, of course, yeah. as it is over there. So it's like, give me the authentic thing with yeah. you know what I see on TV. Yeah. People screaming and yelling and passionate. We'll take you to your first cricket game, man. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, no, I'm into all sports. Yeah, yeah. I'm into no, everything. Yeah, in like, I, I watch everything. So, yeah. October's very own, yeah? yeah? Yes. There we go. Yes, let's there do it, boys. Like, he likes that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. We might have a Drake album as well landing it at a similar time. So it'll be a nice, nice time. Kanye, Kanye is bringing the tour, apparently. Streets are saying. Well, apparently, yeah, apparently, apparently, and that's what I was. I just messaged in the group, and I was saying that if it's in the UK, I would definitely want to also see Kanye in the UK because that's I feel like that. certain places they just they 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 give you a different show, right? Based yeah. on location, like LA for sure is like a great place to watch a concert, but then you'll see that same show in Houston. And it'll be completely different. But you can tell they gave more energy to LA because, of course, you have more superstars and people who were spending thousands on tickets. So yeah. I don't know. I think the UK yeah. are seeing we, an international show like that will be. We're, we're lucky in London. We get we get everyone. We're, we're, we're quite lucky. What do you think about Abel saying he wants to be called Abel? <laughs> bro, <laughs> like he's, he's thinking about bro, it. Bro, if, if, <laughs> if, if, if the music is to the level that it's at, I will call him whatever within reason. <laughs> yeah. I will call him whatever he wants to be called. Yeah. Abel kind of, I, I kind of fell off. I kind of fell off the nah, Abel's a genius, man. I think I'm getting more and more into his stuff. The guy's an absolute genius. Dylan, Dylan, need your heart broken a couple of times and, and you, 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 you'll be in <laughs> no full, bro. You'll be in full <laughs> alignment, mate. Don't worry. Oh man, I don't worry, man. I've had my fair share of heartbreaks. Don't worry about it. That's, that's why I listen to Drake so much, man. That's oh, insane. That's, that's my that's my go-to guy, isn't it, man? What was that track on on his latest album, which I was I was playing? Okay, man, the one know. that you liked. Race, you race liked. my mind. Race your mind. Race my mind. Yeah, bro. Oh, that's yeah. the one that I, I was that's playing, man. That's the tune. <laughs> look, that's, that's look, look, it's Future Hendrix or Summer, and then we'll see you in October. <laughs> Yes, right. sir. That's the one. That's the one. Did you see that? Did you see that tweet? I can't remember who it was. Somebody tweeted. I think one of Kanye's friends. But he said Kanye is in the yeah, yeah just uh, looking after himself. Something right now. Yeah, looking after himself mentally. Yeah. I, was like, I like that. that nice. Yeah, he needs to. He needs to. He needs to. Definitely I'm going to miss Coachella to. by literally a couple of days. But yeah, next year. Oof. Yeah, next year. When is this when weekend? Is that? This weekend. This weekend in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm literally going to Vegas tomorrow. So next year. Oh. Who's playing? Who's playing? Who's um, it's, it's really weird. So it says Harry Styles, Billy, Billy Eilish, and then Swedish House, <laughs> Swedish House Mafia in the weekend on the Sunday because Kanye cancelled. So I'm like Harry yeah, Styles. Like, yeah, I'm like oh, no. eight million. I'm like Mr. No for me, man. He wants to get paid with Kanye. Does not get paid for. Hey, he should. He should. Rightly yeah. so. Look, Abel's it's not. Abel, Abel's no Mickey Mouse. This is like you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah he's, big it's time. My guy. he's big time. It's, it's my guy, man. It's my guy. Harry Styles is uh, a UK mate, Jack Harry, Harlow. I like Jack Harlow. My sister said you should listen to his album. It's really good, man. No, no, it's the old one. I, I'm, I'm a bit. I'm not down with the kids. Apparently, Jack Harlow has a track coming out with Drake. Streets are saying. Oh, I'm here for that. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. To be fair, saying. 
Yeah, to be fair, I wouldn't be surprised because they did, they were hanging out recently, weren't they? As well, yeah, could be. Okay, on a final final note, Tory Lanez dropped a song with Diljit Dassange today, and it's fucking fire. I did. That was the last Rah. sentence I would have ever I expected to hear Rah. from your mouth, bro. <laughs> Diljit is my guy. I don't know if anyone listens to Punjabi music. I have no idea what you're saying. If anyone asked me what you're saying, I, he could be saying anything and everything. But it's, it's is a it vibe. on Spotify? I'm looking, I'm looking on Spotify. It's not there. Yeah, it's called Chauffeur. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I did see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Look at the cover yeah. art, man. That's legendary. That's a vibe. It's a vibe. Okay, I'll check that out. I'll check yeah. that out in a minute. Yeah. Right then, boys. It was a pleasure. Was really, a really enjoyed this podcast. Yeah. Very, very good. One of my favourites, definitely. Cool. We'll catch up again next week, boys. Hope you have a lovely, lovely yeah, week. I'll, I'll, I'll I will tell week. you about my uh, whatever I can share about my time in Vegas next week. Oh, I look forward to that. Okay. Half an hour, half an hour tonight of next week's podcast is dedicated to oh, what happens in Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Uh, uh, next next week you'll be next week you'll be like every two minutes, Tavish, beep this bit, Tavish, beep this bit, Tavish, edit this bit. <laughs> <laughs> be prepared for that, Tavish. Sorry, my yeah. next week's episode's gonna be a long one to edit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm gonna go maybe check out some shops. Maybe. Okay, boys. Okay, mate. Enjoy. Enjoy time. Take it easy. Send it.